Ah, good morning, beautiful people. As usual, I am sitting in the cab of my trusty Land Rover Defender. It is a Thursday morning. I'm Paul Wilkinson, and this is the ever-rambling Mastering Portrait Photography podcast. Well, good morning to you all. It is beautiful. I've got one of those days where I wished I owned a polarizing filter. <laughs> of all the things, do you know what I mean? The sky is that sort of blue that if I shot with a filter, I don't own one. Well, that's, that's not wholly true. I do own one. I just don't have it in my possession just at the moment. Uh, I've lent it to somebody else. Maybe it's time to get that back. Um, well, maybe it's time just to order one that I was having in my bag because it would be really, really useful today. The sun is shining, it's a beautiful day, the Land Rover is making that lovely noise. You know some days when you, when you own a slightly uh, uh, cranky vehicle like a Land Rover, some days the engine just sounds right. Does that make sense? And I remember with my older cars, that was certainly true. That we think it was, sort of my, me and my dad had a theory, it's to do with the, the humidity in the air. Uh, certain days when it's slightly humid, uh, you get uh, the ignition, of course, because you're drawing air in, so whatever's in the air is going into your engine and then sparking. And uh, it just seemed to run sweet. And today's one of those days. The engine, everything feels really nice. Everything feels really good, actually. However, today is a really, really hectic day, and that's what we're going to be talking about in a minute. Uh, what's happened this week? Uh, usual stuff, actually. It's been a really nice week. It's been that lovely mix of events for the family and work uh well work <laughs> i don't know what the kind of work there is for me it all feels like one and the same uh that's the problem with a with a hobby that becomes uh, your business of course uh, your work uh, becomes part of your life as opposed to uh, anything else so uh, it was our daughter's 22nd birthday which was just it was magical not necessarily you know when you get to numbers like 22 it's not like your first birthday or your when you turn teenager or something like that. I mean, it's, you know, these are not necessarily big birthdays anymore. But what was significant this time, it was just nice to see her smiling and her friends, you know, there's lots of social distancing and all the rest of it going on. But it was still nice to see people laughing and having a really nice time. And I got the chance this week for the first time since February to see my mum. So a big shout to my mum. My mum is one of those people who add something to life and there's a tip here as a photographer there are different types of people in life and I'm sure I'm sure there are psychologists who have you know real uh, proper identifiable terms for all of this but there, for me there are people who transmit and people who um, absorb and absorbers are the kind of people where you, you come away feeling like nothing really came out of them you gave a lot you put a lot of energy in you drove the conversation whatever it may be uh, or the job I can't see what's going on there's a guy in the sunshine can I come through sorry to come through so what he hasn't realized there's a there's a guy waving me through but what he hasn't realized is with the Sun shining directly in my eyes I can't see him uh, they're setting up some roadworks they just haven't got the signs out yet um, and he was stood in his high-vis High-vis, high-vis only really works when light bounces off it. 
but when the sun is behind him, I can't see him, I couldn't see if he's waving me through. Anyway, absorbers, absorbers, you know, you have them in your life. Where, I mean, that doesn't mean they're not nice people, it's just that you have to work quite hard, you have to input quite a lot to get anything back at all. They're just not people who give out. Well, my mum is the opposite, she's a transmitter. My mum is one of life's legendary people. She is smart, she's uber faithful, she is really chatty, very open. I mean, you know, she's like all of us, has compl complexities in there. It's a, a nuanced personality and uh, God knows you wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, but she's incredible and I haven't seen her since February. I've spoken to her on the phone a bit, but neither she nor I are big telephone people, which is slightly, I know, I understand the irony of that given that I record podcasts, um, but yeah, we're not big telephone people. And it was just, I haven't seen her. And it was, sorry, just pulling out of a junction. Um, and it was so, so lovely to see her, to see her smiling. And she's always smiling. It's very rare that my mum would let you see the darker side. It's there, but she's not one of those people who dwells on it. She's one of those people who would always want you to see the best of her. And the best of her is frankly quite incredible. So it's nice, nice to see her. Anyway, enough of my personal stuff. Uh, loads of portrait shoots handful of reveals which have gone really well by reveals I mean in-person sales uh, we have managed to get all of that working uh, again we've, we've I've told you in previous episodes uh, we've reorganized the studio so that our in-person sales are being held in a bit of the studio where it used to be where we held the meetings and we had this really we have this really dark beautiful sumptuous romantic reveal room uh, but of course uh, all of those words can also be reworded as enclosed no airflow. <laughs> so we've changed the studio around for now and it might be that the for now is for a year or so, you know, and I'm looking at, there's no news at the moment on a vaccine. Worldwide, the uh, rates of infection are still exponentially rising. We're still in the uptake part of this pandemic. And so I don't see really that any time soon, any time soon, uh, are we going to uh, be doing or going back to a life that I would have recognised uh, a year or so ago? So uh, we've changed it so there's tons of airflow. It's light and it's airy, um, and it's uh, very effective. So the, the reveals are going very well. Uh, we haven't, can't have as many. We haven't got as many shoots, um, and we used to run a much, a big, a much larger capacity. So uh, we've halved our capacity, so any one time there can only be one client in and around the studio. So we don't have people, for instance, using the toilets so that there's plenty of gap. It's only their family will be using the toilets at that session and then afterwards we get a chance to disinfect and all of that stuff, you know. Um, my only thing that I'm really sad about, and <laughs> if you know me, you'll know this is true. The thing I'm genuinely really sad about is that we've had to give up our beautiful Waitrose cookies. I know, I know, heartbreaking, huh? With all the stuff that's going on in the news, what am I upset about? I've had to give up cookies. Well, they are beautiful cookies. They, there's something about the Waitrose cookies that are just delicious. They're buttery, they're creamy, they're sweet. And, and we've actually, I've got it written, we use light blue to track 
uh, our clients and in a couple of I have a field that says anything about their food and drink they might like and I have had to put in there quite a number of times make sure there are cookies because one or one or both of my client or one or one of the client have fallen in love with them and they're coming back for a cup of coffee and the cookies make sure you have good cookies in your studio it's that's the top tip that's not what this this podcast is about but so you very good tip anyway at the moment I have to be honest, um, we've had to forego that to an extent. We have very nice cookies and I'm sure the manufacturers of them, I, I know because I've seen their marketing, would, would state that they are really delicious cookies, but they're not. They're nice, but they're not Waitrose cookies. They're not delicious, they're not buttery, they're not creamy. They're just the kind of cookies I've spent my entire life eating at conferences, you know? And we've had to do that because they come in, they're little beautiful little packets, but they are just little packets so that everything's safe that's why we're doing it so that we can you know clearly show to the client uh, when we deliver all of this stuff out to them when they want tea and coffee we've run in the dishwasher really hot we're making fresh coffee using Nespresso uh, capsules the sugar cubes are in little bags and the cookies are uh, sealed the problem with that is it's hardly worth breaking through the packet for and that's something we've had to give up but the reveals are now being done in our big airy room and of course the limiting factor of having only uh, one person in the studio at the time has really slowed things down however on the flip side of that our sales figures are actually per job slightly up um, and I'll take that you know I don't mind working a little bit quieter uh, and having our sales figures up because, and this brings me neatly onto, neatly, see what I've done there, neatly onto the topic of this podcast, which is all about death by diary. Now, I didn't see this coming. I was, I've always been busy, but I've never had a situation where I felt like the diary or my diary, it's not the diary, it's my diary, rules my life. And it kind of, does now and I it's the one thing or one of the few things that I get really really stressed about in my job is that my diary now rules my life or I'm ruled by my diary um, I wanted to call I couldn't work out what to call the podcast I was going to call it the devil is in the diary uh, but in the end I think I've settled on <laughs> if, if, if that is the title of the, of the podcast then this bit of the podcast is wrong because uh, I usually make up the title at the very last but I'm going to call it death by diary because that's how it feels the diary now absorbs a little bit of my soul each and every day I I'm run ragged I'm not run ragged my diary isn't that busy but it feels like I'm owned by the diary and for me, whenever I set about doing something, whenever I set about recording a podcast or we're going to do a video or I'm going to do some retouching or I'm going to just create a blog, I want there to be no deadline. I want to be able to sit for one hour or six hours. It doesn't really matter because once I get into it, I'm one of those people that's completely and utterly absorbed by whatever it is that I'm doing. I'm completely and utterly blinkered to anything else. And so I just, I just want to know that I, if I, once I set about doing that task, there's a very good chance I'm going to get to the end of that task whenever that may, may be. It's one of the reasons I love to work in the evenings when everyone has gone to bed because basically it's me against my body. You know, I can keep working until I can't keep my eyes open. And so my diary becomes this awful thing where... I mean, I'm looking at today's diary. Today's diary runs like the following. At 9.45, I'm starting at the Hearing Dogs. Now, if I'm starting at the Hearing Dogs at 9.45, it means I have to be in the Land Rover. Usually, I used to leave an hour before 
that whatever was the first slot over there because that gave me enough time to rig the lights but luckily at the moment because of covid they're not using the rooms and so i've got no rig so i can leave at 9 15 so i've climbed into the land rover at 9 15 battled it out with a truck i will be there around about 9 40 it's a 20 minute run um, and then we'll do the shoot now the last session the last segment of that shoot starts at 11 30 we never put an end point on those unless i have to um, because particularly with these, we, we, today all we're doing is creating stock imagery for them to use in the future and, and we've got this beautiful bright sunny day in which to do it. Um, but the, the last session, the last segment of, that, of this shoot starts at 11.30. So I reckon we'll finish that at 12. So that's give me half an hour more or less to get the kit back into the Land Rover and then back to the studio. I'll climb out the, climb out the Land Rover at the studio at around about 12.30. At one o'clock, I've got a one and a half hour headshot session with a client who's coming quite a long way, actually an important client. All our clients are important, but when we see long distance times in there, um, then you know, there's that extra sort of, okay, we, we really need to just pay attention to that because there's no way they can just pop in uh, if I miss something. So that's a one and a half hour session starting at one and that will take me to 2.30. Power everything down, reset the cameras. In between each of these segments, um, I need to get the memory cards off the camera, get a new set in and get the previous set backing up. Uh, so that's at 2.30, so I reckon I'll be clear of that by about three-ish. Uh, at 3.30, I'm photographing the new spin sections, new spin cycle room for um, the gym fit life this incredible incredible gym uh, that we've we've worked alongside for a long time one of our, it's one of our wedding clients is part of a big network big social network as in old school social network right real people who really know people not like the kind of social networks uh, as you'd know it today um, I'm part of that network I've become part of that network having photographed their 15th 16th 18th 21st uh, their weddings their kids they come to us as models anyway fit life is this incredible gym that one of our clients has put together really funky really cool and just I, I it's been going for quite a long time I know that COVID has impacted the way they work but even so they've still kept up their energy their positivity their drive and it's just wonderful so I'm there at 3 30 that'll take about an hour maybe an hour and a half so I start five o'clock then the next diary entry is at 6.30, I'm pitching for a wedding. That's a two hour pitch, that'll take me to 8.30. So that gives you my day and that is not atypical. That is a pretty normal day. Uh, ignoring the fact that I'm working, um, I've got a diary entry in the evening. They, they, they are, they're not quite so usual. But my point is this, I find that really hard of course it's what i want <laughs> what what business leader wants their business not to be quiet but when you're the person always involved that is tricky and i find that psychologically i find that really hard i find that i'm having to deal with my not it's not it's it's a level of stress i suppose i'm having to deal I'm having to deal with a level of stress and anxiety that's generated by always having to answer to the diary and I crave, I crave time where I can just sit and be creative. I can just sit and some days that creativity means doing nothing, it just means drinking a cup of coffee and thinking. It might mean I have to come up with nothing. 
Um, so what we've done is we've put fire breaks in the diary now uh, and have done for the past year or so where that, that, that fire break is a Monday. Now that Monday is dedicated to anything to do with mastering portrait photography. So I'm still working, but I'm never, I've, or I almost never put anything in the diary for that day. It, it, it is in itself a diary entry, of course, because otherwise things would land on it. But I just go into the studio and I do the podcast maybe, or maybe I record a video, or maybe I do some retouching. Maybe I'll just work on the website. Maybe I'll go onto Skillshare and look at the stuff that's going on there. And that's my Mondays. And to, to show you how, or to demonstrate just how important that is, when Sarah this last week wanted to come in because her, she had some stuff that she had to get cleared, wanted to come in on that Monday and sit alongside me and do some stuff. I mean, I was, I was beside myself. I had to say, no, I had to say, of course you can't. Um, and that felt really weird. But if she'd have come in, she said she'd wear headphones um, so that um, it was nice and quiet um, and so that she wouldn't disturb me. And it's like, well, just being there, just having someone else alongside me. Sorry, that's just me arriving at the hearing dogs and uh, getting the gate open. And even just having her, having somebody else in the studio disrupts that time that I have dedicated, dedicated for me to do whatever it is that I feel like doing that day, whatever it is. And one of the reasons we're now recording more and more podcasts in the Land Rover is to avoid me having to record them during that Monday. And I'd love your feedback, actually. Here's one for you. I'd love to hear from you if you've got this far in the podcast. If you got this far in the podcast, you're probably one of our, our regular listeners. Um, Tell me, email me at paul at paulwilkinsonphotography.co.uk. That's paul at paulwilkinsonphotography.co.uk. Or drop onto any one of our sort of <laughs> the other type of social network, uh, the virtual kind, and message me, uh, DM me or something. Um, I'd love to know whether these are okay for you, whether me sitting in a Land Rover, whether the noises of a Land Rover and me driving are disruptive in any way, or whether you think, actually, do you know what? I don't really notice. I'd love to know because of course I can go back to recording in the studio. I'm just gonna have to add that into my diary as well. So I can add one more thing into my diary. Uh, but up until then, you know, I'm gonna do it this way. And that's the message of this particular uh, podcast is you have to find ways. You have to find ways of keeping the creativity, keeping the fun. And as you get busier, be careful of what you wish for because honestly, death by diary, is a very real thing. And that is my that's my dash cam turning off, the Land Rover turning off. I have four minutes to get myself out and in front of the client. And so I wish you all a very happy week. And remember, until next time, be kind to yourself. Take care. So forgive me cutting right in to the end of my own uh, podcast. Please forgive the interruption. But I'm just leaving the hearing dogs and it's been such a fantastic session. I just wanted to add, add a thought into the end of this particular podcast on Death by Diary. So when I'm working at the Hearing Dogs, there is always a schedule. We have to run to a schedule. And over the, the decade or so that I've been working here, I've instilled in them the importance of the, not only having the diary, but also running it absolutely to time and getting the best out of the time that uh, we all have together. And that works and has worked historically incredibly well. The only downside 
to that has been that the creativity sometimes can be somewhat diminished. And why? Well, when you've only got 10 minutes per dog and you're being paid to create essentially the same images every single session, I've created literally tens of thousands of images whose and the brand of which are very similar. And, and, and I developed that look and the look has been so successful that it's there, I, it's almost an iconography for the hearing dogs. Whether we're shooting on a white background, whether we're shooting on a black background, you know, light dogs on light, dark dogs on dark, um, it doesn't really matter. So the downside of being uber efficient and always getting the shots that we need is that it can be a little bit compressing in terms of the creativity. Well, today has been the opposite of that. Today, really, and I knew this yesterday when I got the schedule through, today has been an opportunity just to take pictures. They need some different pictures. They need some creativity because they need them for their calendar, they need them for their greetings cards, and we don't normally have the time in the diary, in the regular diary, to do that. And today has been, has been nothing but that and it has been wonderful. Um, I will post hopefully a video onto Skillshare that shows uh, how we've created the shots that we've created today um, and how we create some of the other hearing dog shots. I'll try and pull together um, a little video that shows uh, both the photography but also uh, the retouching that comes afterwards and that I think might make hopefully a useful, uh, useful video for you on uh, Skillshare. There's already videos like that on uh, mastering portrait photography but I think some of these hopefully will be just that little bit uh, that little bit different. Uh, the only other sad news today is that uh, lovely Ronnie who works at the Hearing Dogs and I've worked with for the past six years has told me today that she has uh, another job that she's uh, been offered and accepted and she's going to go and work uh, in the great city of London and that's a real personal sadness because although as the photographer I take the credit for all of these images, I get the plaudits and people come and stop me to tell me you know how cool it is and what we're doing is really cool. At the end of the day I push the button but it's actually Ronnie and the team around her that have made all of this possible. They coordinate the dogs, they coordinate the trainers, they coordinate the volunteers, they coordinate the spaces, they coordinate how the images are going to be used and really all I do is point a camera, laugh a lot and hit the shutter. And so I just wanted as the final footnote to this particular podcast is to say thank you to Ronnie. Thank you for all those years of making this a huge amount of fun for helping me create these beautiful images and for today in particular for this new thing that we've added into the mix um, for making it possible to spend a morning with the client with the dogs creating imagery that I know the hearing dogs will absolutely find well, I've got to find them priceless because there are very few charities can claim to have these kinds of images, both the kind we shoot every day of the week, but also the kind that we're starting to develop in these extra little pockets of time. And I just think, I think the purpose of the podcast, you know, this whole thing about being beholden to your diary is very real, very frustrating, very true. But if you can find ways of getting that little bit of space, maybe like we do on a Monday or a couple of days a week where you shoot for you, um, or maybe you always allow lots of slack in the diary so that at the end of every shoot if you really like the situation you're in and you want to push it a little bit further for you then maybe that's 
your way of creating a little bit of flexibility or like the hearing dogs have done today where I've been brought in to create I've been brought in to invent I've been brought in to create some images that they don't currently have which by definition means we've got to be thinking on our toes and I have to be honest at the end of today as I'm driving away um, I'm feeling invigorated I'm feeling energized I'm feeling really excited about what we've created of course of course I have to go through <laughs> I have to go through the normal um, disappointment the normal shattered dreams that you get when you take all of these these images that you believe you've got every image is a great image in my head I'm gonna stick them onto Lightroom and I just know I'm gonna do the oh if only if only if only that image was sharper if only the catch lights in the eyes were where they should be if only the top of the dog's head hadn't disappeared <laughs> when he jumped out of the bushes uh, that one might be rescuable in Photoshop I'm gonna hold my breath on that one uh, if only the dog hadn't run off just as we were about to run out of time you know all of the if only's of course there are if only's um, and I know I'm gonna go through that whole thing of going oh, I'm so excited I'm so disappointed and then eventually as um, we pull the images uh, together and I start to finish them I know I just know I can feel it on this shoot I just know we have some images in there that uh, well I hope anyway <laughs> are gonna be absolutely everything that I wanted to, to do so there's a final footnote a final tip if you can persuade your long-standing your regular clients uh, to occasionally break step and do something completely different maybe just maybe you'll create some images that are worthy um, of the trust that the client has given you. And so on that happy note, and for the second time in this podcast, I bring it to a close. And remember, until next time, be kind to yourselves. Take care. Is it okay if I interrupt again? Well, it's going to have to be because this is my podcast and so I can do anything I like. I'm just cutting in. It's 10 to 9 in the evening. So I recorded the first segment of this podcast at about 10 past 9 this morning and I'm finishing it at 10 to 9 in the evening. My final client has just left, but I have to say, in spite of this being a podcast about death by diary. Today has oddly been so packed with the most beautiful people and photography, I cannot tell you. It, sometimes it just happens that way. Um, my headshot session this afternoon was just lovely. So uh, Marie, who came, just the nicest person, and uh, she was a plastic surgeon, of all things, and needed some pictures. She'd never had any done. None of us really knew what to expect, but she was just lovely, the nicest person. And we have some really, really gorgeous images of her. And she signed off a model release as well, so I get to use those pictures. Um, so you'll see those on Insta over the coming weeks, I would think. And then this afternoon... Uh, went over to Fit Life to photograph the, the gym. It wasn't ready. <laughs> it happens. You know, they're still building the thing. It wasn't ready. So I'm going to go over there tomorrow morning at 10.30 to go and sort that out. And then this evening, I've just had a wedding pitch for a wedding that's only uh, nine days 
away. Uh, they've been let down by their photographer. Again, COVID is having some nasty effects on not just the clients, but on photographers as well. And uh, the photographer they'd booked wasn't comfortable um, with photographing a wedding and moving around bits of the country uh, to do it. But we've done a, a risk assessment and had a good look at it. And actually, do you know what? There's nothing in that that's any more risky than our day-to-day existence. So um, it looks like I've just picked up the most lovely client. They're, they're just the most beautiful people. And we've just spent a couple of hours laughing and generally enjoying talking about their day. And I cannot wait, cannot wait to photograph it. And I promise that's the last time I'm going to cut into this podcast because I'm going to go home for a glass of wine and something to eat. And then I'm going to mix this podcast down and publish it. And so until next time, guys, remember, be kind to yourselves. Take care.